Good morning. You'll notice in the notes it's Letter Sunday, and Letter Sunday is the fourth Sunday in Lent, and it's a day that we celebrate and rejoice in the midst of the Lenten fast. We're uh, remembering that we are rejoicing, and and uh, so with that we'll we'll begin morning prayer. I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee and am no more worthy to be called thy son. O Lord, open thou our lips and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Continuing with the Venite. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh... For he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 18, and we'll do the first 20 verses. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my stony rock and my defense. My Savior, my God and my might, in whom I will trust. My buckler, the horn also of my salvation, and my refuge. I will call upon the Lord, which is worthy to be praised. So shall I be safe from mine enemies. The sorrows of death compassed me, and the overflowings of ungodliness made me afraid. The pains of hell came about me. The snares of death overtook me. In my trouble I called upon the Lord, and complained unto my God. So he heard my voice out of his holy temple, and my complaint came before him. It entered even unto his ears. The earth trembled and quaked. The very foundations also of the hills shook, and were removed, because he was wroth. There went a smoke out in his presence, and a consuming fire out of his mouth so that coals were kindled at it. He bowed the heavens also, he bowed the heavens also, and came down, and it was dark under his feet. He rode upon the cherubim and did fly. He came flying upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret place, his pavilion round about him with dark water and thick clouds to cover him. At the brightness of his presence his clouds removed, hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord also thundered out of heaven, and the highest gave his thunder, hailstones and coals of fire. He sent out his arrows and scattered them. He cast forth lightnings and destroyed them. 
the springs of waters were seen, and the foundations of the round world were discovered. At thy chiding, O Lord, at the blasting of the breath of thy displeasure. He sent down from on high to fetch me, and took me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strongest enemy, and from them which hate me, for they were too mighty for me. They came upon me in the day of my trouble, but the Lord was my upholder. He brought me forth also into a place of liberty. He brought me forth, even because he had a favor unto me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 21st verse of the 39th chapter of the book of Ezekiel. I will set my glory among the nations. All the nations shall see my judgment, which, which I have executed, and my hand, which I have laid on them. So the house of Israel shall know that I am the Lord their God from that day forward. The Gentiles shall know that the house of Israel went into captivity for their iniquity, because they were unfaithful to me. Therefore I hid my face from them. I gave them into the hand of their enemies, and they all fell by the sword. According to their uncleanness and according to their transgressions, I have dealt with them and hidden my face from them. Therefore says the Lord God, Now I will bring back the captives of Jacob and have mercy and, and have mercy on the whole house of Israel, and I will be jealous for my holy name. After they have borne their shame and all their unfaithfulness in which they were unfaithful to me, when they dwell safely in their own land and no one made them afraid, when I have brought them back from the peoples and gathered them out of their enemies' lands, and I am hallowed in them in the sight of many nations, then they shall know that I am the Lord their God, who sent them into captivity among the nations, but also brought them back into their own land, and left none of them captive any longer. And I will not hide my face from them any more, for I shall have poured out my spirit on the house of Israel, says the Lord God. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 27th verse of the 6th chapter of, of St. John. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set his seal on him. When they said to him, What shall we do that we may work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent. Therefore they said to him, What sign will you perform then, 
that we may see it and believe you. What work will you do? Our fathers ate the manna in the desert, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to this world. Then they said to him, Lord, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. But I said to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will by no means cast out. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. This is the will of the Father who sent me, that of all he has given me I should lose nothing, but should raise it up at the last day. And this is the will of him who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the, at the last day. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. 
and grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, we beseech thee, Almighty God, that we, who for our evil deeds do worthily deserve to be punished, by the comfort of thy grace may mercifully be relieved through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall in no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning. Good Sunday morning. Good, I think it might be... Uh, Latare, la, la, anyway, the Roman way to say Latin words, Latare uh, Sunday. And so as we rejoice in our Lenten fast and, and with the deliverance to come, I see a theme in the um, three, three passages, meaning Psalms, Ezekiel, and John this morning. And it seems to me that the, the theme is to focus on God and know of his deliverance, because in all three, we're talking about deliverance. This, this psalm is really interesting. 18 is a long psalm, and we just did a part of it. But it's a psalm of David, and it's written after his deliverance from his enemies. And in our um, uh, prayer book, we don't have the, the little verse before the psalm. But if you look in your Bible, there's a verse in, before 18, and it's, there's a note. And it says, To the chief musician, a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord, who spoke to the Lord the words of the song on the day that the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul, and he said. And that's where the psalm starts. So we know it's a, a Thanksgiving psalm and, and giving honor and glory to God for his deliverance. And it describes David's condition before his deliverance. In, in verse 4, it says, The pangs of death surrounded me. In verses 7 through 9, Actually, I think 11, they, they describe God's response to David's plea for deliverance. It says, the earth shook and trembled. Smoke went up from his nostrils and devouring fire from his mouth. And he rode upon a cherub and flew. He flew upon the wings of the wind. The Lord thundered from heaven and the Most High uttered his voice, hailstones and coals of fire. So the, it describes David's deliverance. And it says in verse 17, he delivered me from my strong enemy from those who hated me. And what I really uh, appreciated about the psalm, and it hit what kind of st stuck out to me this time, was the description of God. And, and it was these uh, uh, metaphors of what God was doing. But uh, I think maybe that's what David saw, or that David sees God in those terms. And, and um, I'll make a little challenge to you at the end about that. In Ezekiel, we see and know God as he speaks through the prophet. And so, the house of Israel is in, in um, captivity, 
And so God's deliverance comes up. I am the Lord their God in, in verse 22. And we see that he's going to restore the people. I will bring back the captives of Jacob and have mercy on the whole house of Israel. And I will be jealous for my holy name. So the, the people that know God as the Lord and his, and his spirit will be poured out on, on them. So there they are in the midst of their trouble as David was in the midst of his trouble. And those that believe and, and um, are steadfast will uh, have the spirit poured out on them and be delivered. And so then we get a, in the gospel, we see Jesus talking and uh, interacting with the people. And um, he, he admonishes us to seek imperishable food. And we've been talking a lot about tempor temporal versus eternal. And he compares the bread of God uh, that sent to Moses in the, in the wilderness. And of course, we all remember the story of the manna. But that bread perished. And you even remember there, people took too much of it and tried to save some, except on uh, the day before the um, Sabbath, that it would rot and it would make them sick. But Jesus, they're asking for this bread of life. And Jesus, this is one of the seven I am statements. He says, I am the bread of life. And um, there's deliverance and promise. And it comes in verse 40. And this is the will of him who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. And I think I've gone through that verse before, and it kind of read the story, and bread of life was really big to me. But it's it reminds me of uh, when I played football. We'd play on Saturday, and then on Monday we'd watch films and see what really happened. And so Jesus is saying all these things about being the bread of life, which is all true. But what he did is he gave us the game plan. And those of us that stay with him are steadfast and faithful. Well, we may, as Paul and Jesus said, sleep or die. But everyone who sees the Son of God and believes in him may have everlasting life. And he will raise them up on the last day. So that's that's what we're really looking forward to is, is the coming of the kingdom. We're living in the kingdom now, but when the fullness comes, uh, we will be delivered. And um, that's that's what we need to look forward to. So I told you I was going to challenge you today. And one of the things I want to challenge you is first off is to focus on our what Bishop calls our telos or our, our goal, our main reason for living. And that's that we uh, sit at the resurrection feast of the Lamb in the, king, in the fullness of the kingdom. But in the meantime, that we are in the kingdom as we are here, that we are um, sojourners or aliens in a foreign land when we, as we're here on earth. And so as I was reading the scriptures, um, my challenge to you is, is when I read them, I look and I think, what does this mean? What's, what's the theme here? What is it I'm supposed to do? And uh, so two things. I don't know what you do when you hear the scriptures. If you uh, think about uh, what's happening, uh, what does it mean to me? What would I say if somebody asked me what was the scripture about? I think that could really liven up your listening and reading of the scriptures. And, and the second thing is I would like to consider have you consider maybe doing some um, contemplative prayer where we think of what was it like to be standing there with the creator of the universe, the Son of God, as he said, I'm the bread of life. When you, when you read that, can you see yourself listening and hearing Jesus actually say that? And I think as we add a little contemplative prayer to our offices, I think we'll find that this becomes more and more alive to us. And so that's my challenge to you. And I'm guessing some of you are already doing that. But if you're not, give it a try. I think you'll really, really enjoy it. So um, that's, that's what I have for today. Let's do the prayer for all conditions of men.
O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings, and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we shall forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. O God, who makest us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of thy Son, our Lord, vouchsafe us this day such blessing through our worship of thee, that the days to come may be spent in thy service, through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Jack. Thank you for joining me this morning. Have a blessed Sunday. All right. Thank you, Thank you Bob. Bob. Thank you, Jack. Yes. Have a great Thank day, you. everybody. I like the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, my friend. <laughs> I will. <laughs>